Welcome to Raw Law America for the law you can use and the law to amuse. We've got some great information for you today. And it's coming up in much less than a minute, but first a mandatory disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only and is not specific legal advice for your situation. For that, you need an experienced attorney in your jurisdiction. Your listening to this podcast is your agreement and acknowledgement that no attorney-client relationship is established thereby. For 40 years in New York, I've been representing regular guys, business guys, and top-level wise guys, so this ain't my first rodeo. So saddle up and come along for today's ride. Greetings and welcome to episode 39 of Raw Law, Fair Warning, where we discuss some of the rules of fair housing advertising, what you can and can't write when selling or renting a property, now, be aware that we're going to be discussing federal regulations, but many states, in addition, have their own rules about what you can and can't do when advertising a property for rent or sale. These rules apply to both brokers and owners. For those of you keeping score, the rules are located at 24 Code of Federal Regulations, Section 109. If you want to read them, Google 24 CFR 109. The fact that there has been historical housing discrimination won't surprise anyone that wasn't living on the moon for the last 60 years. Well, this is 2021, and you best know the laws when it comes to advertising for buyers and tenants of residential property. Some of this is obvious, some of this might surprise you, and some of it might run contrary to what you might have learned in continuing education seminars if you were a real estate professional. Okay, you can figure this one out. You can't advertise for rent or sale of residential property and restrict it to a particular race, creed, or gender. That's obvious. When it comes to age requirements, sometimes you can. For example, if it's a specific over 55 or other senior housing property, you can advertise that the property is properly equipped for handicapped people. Ad words like ideal for couple or single apartment are no-nos. You are better off not using words like traditional or exclusive when referring to a neighborhood. Obviously, those words could have racial overtones or innuendos. Now, when you're giving directions to a property, you have to be careful. Words like turn left at the Snake Handler's Temple or one mile past the Our Lady of Perpetual Nagging School and the like are absolute no-nos. You don't use landmarks with religious or racial potential overtones. You don't use landmarks that suggest or overtly, overtly refer to something gender-restrictive like turn right at the He-Man-Woman-Haters Club or words to that effect. If you're going to use graphics along with your advertisement, you don't want to imply potential racial or other forms of restriction of protected groups. If you are advertising a multiple-family dwelling and you use a picture where everybody in the photo crowd is whiter than the picket fence the boomer generation wanted around the dream house, you're going to potentially run afoul of fair housing laws. Your selection of advertising media has the potential to be discriminatory. Let's say you have an apartment for rent, but you want to steer and you steer clear of publications like El Diario because you don't want to alert Hispanic tenants to your offer. Nope, not good. That's discriminatory. If there are ethnic papers circulating in your region to be on the safe side, you might want to include them in your media campaign. I mean, use common sense. You wouldn't have to advertise in the Taliban Times or the ISIS Informer, but you don't want to exclude protected groups, so it's a good idea to advertise in local ethnic papers as well as as well as the Presbyterian Post. Now, what you definitely do, can do, and should do, is require a credit report and proof of income. 
but you can't put no one employed in the ad. Now, contrary to what some continuing ed providers might tell real estate professionals, you can say things like walking distance to railroad or words to that effect, at least federally. To be ultra safe, and that is why a lot of times in these uh, continuing ed seminars they tell you not to put walking distance. Instead of walking distance, because that could be interpreted as discriminatory towards people who can't walk, you can use close to railroad. What about restriction on pets? A landlord can restrict pets, provided he doesn't violate Fair Housing or American with Disabilities Act laws. So in an ad, you might want to say no pets except service and emotional support animals that may be allowed subject to Fair Housing and ADA laws. By the way, when we're talking about service animals under the ADA, we are talking dogs. There is no category of service scorpion or assistance aardvark, just dogs. So you can ask, is your service animal a dog? If it's not, it ain't a service animal. If it's a yes, you can ask about the special training it provi- it's had to provide you with assistance. But if it's an observable disability, like blindness, deafness, you can't ask about the nature of the disability or require documentation proving it's a service animal. animal. If there's no apparent disability, you may inquire. As a landlord, you can't take extra money where a tenant has a bona fide service animal. Now, emotional support animals aren't limited to dogs. Normally, though, they are traditional type of pets, so you can have a guru guppy, but a spiritual advising spider isn't necessarily going to fly, but what spider does? Now, as to inquiries regarding these emotional support animals, you can request documentation from a professional source, and you don't have to accept some bullshit document downloaded from the internet. You want the professional to have personal knowledge of the prospective tenant situation and need for an emotional support animal. And if we're talking a non-traditional animal, the landlord can require documentation concerning why a tenant needs a therapy tardigrade or a comfort camel. Now, where the above animals could pose a serious risk to people or property, the landlord may refuse to allow it. George the Giant Gila Monster or Karen the Komodo Dragon aren't the kind of emotional support animals that you have to give shelter to. For more detailed information regarding this issue, Google FHEO-2020-01, which provides HUD guidance on this issue. Now, before sending out your ad, check the regulations with a handy checklist that can be found by Googling Fair Housing Advertising Word and Phrase List. That's fair housing, advertising word, and phrase list. Now, if you are a real estate investor looking for finance, pay attention to this message. Looking for an SBA loan, a real estate loan for construction or investment acquisition, a refinancing, or while eligibility still exists, a PPP loan, then send a blank email to rawlawinfo at gmail.com. That's R-A-W. L-A-W-I-N-F-O, rawlawinfo at gmail.com, to get access to an application, LODOC, and subprime loans available. That's rawlawinfo at gmail.com. Okay, ciao for now. And don't forget to subscribe to Raw Law. It's free, and the law you can use that you learn here might be priceless. Two new shows every week, Monday and Thursday afternoons, Eastern Standard Time. To catch up on the shows you might have missed, Go to rawlawamerica.com. That's rawlawamerica.com. Talk soon.